Hey everybody, welcome to our midweek update. And listen, I have a, a special message for you. I was gonna start uh, something on the economy today in the Black Horse. I've been announcing it for the last couple of days. On Monday with Monkey, I said I was gonna do it. I believe I also said on Sunday night I was gonna do it. However, I'm not gonna start that till next week because there's something else I wanna bring to your attention. I was reading an article by Damon Duck. By the way, it's posted at my website, Hope for Our Times. Dot com under featured articles, but I'm just going to read a little bit of it, not the whole thing, and then connect the dots with the Bible. But in this article, he writes that it's titled, A New Era and a U New Universal Agenda. He says on September 23 of 2015, so going back several years, and then we're going to get to where we are today. And you need this understanding to understand why we are where we are today. So again, September 23, 2015, uh, Pope Francis discussed a global constitution, a world court, and world government at the White House. So this goes all the way back to the Biden White, or the, excuse me, the Obama White House when Biden was vice president. So think of that. Two days later, he went to the UN to discuss these same issues. The UN started considering a document called Transforming Our World, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. Uh, supporters called it a new universal agenda. Universal comes from the preamble of the document itself. In essence, the document calls for a one-world government, a one-world religion, and a one-world economic system. Notice how the, it's the like-mindedness of all of the people that are involved in this. Again, a one-world government, one-world religion, one-world economic system. Notice these five things from the Pope's speech in the UN document, a world constitution, a world court, a world government, a world religion, and a world economic system. Wow. The UN quickly voted on the document, transforming our world, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. When the vote was announced, delegates from 193 nations stood and gave a thunderous ovation. Here's some information from this writer's notes about the UN Sustainable Development Goals for the 20, for 2030, and he writes Emphasis Mine. And just listen to these things as he bullet points them. The document preamble says all countries and stakeholders acting in a collaborative partnership will, not may, but will implement this plan. Hence, the United States. By 2030, the UN will be transformed into a body that can require all nations to obey. One government official said not a single human being will be allowed to escape this next great leap forward. That is why we are watching things develop the way that they are right now, as we keep hearing of mandates and so forth. Now it's going to continue. Listen to this. We should expect the transformation of the world to start impacting every nation before 2030. Here we are, 2021. Oh, we are watching it, aren't we? One reporter said the world's children will now be indoctrinated with the idea that we are all global citizens. So again, this goes all the way back to 2015. They told us what was coming. You look at the World Economic Forum with uh, Klaus Schwab. We look at all of these leaders of the world that have the same mind and so forth, all going forward with this. They had it all in writing. UN Secretary Ban Ki-moon called this transformation of the world the start of a new era. Ban Ki-moon said the world is about to realize the dream of a world peace 
and dignity for all. You look at this and you go, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, what's, what do we read about in the Bible? When they say peace and safety. Man, you can't make this stuff up. On January 1 of 2016, so again, this is several years ago. This is almost six years ago. It was reported that the UN document for creating a world government, world religion, and world economic system by 2030 is now in effect, and everyone should expect all nations to make a strong push to bring it to pass. Wow. And then he says this. Notice these two, Damon Duck writes, notice these two very important points. One, according to the UN Secretary Ban Ki-moon, the former one, uh, the world entered a new era on January 1, 2016. And two, there is a new universal agenda that every nation will implement, will, not may, but will implement before 2030. Then Duck writes, this writer believes events show that America's deep state started implementing the new universal agenda in 2016 without a clear explanation to U.S. citizens and without U.S. citizens getting a chance to vote on it. They told us, but they didn't explain what they were doing, and the public was not paying enough attention, and they still are not. Continuing, he says, this explains why the same things, the, the mandates and so forth, are happening all over the world simultaneously because all the U.N. officials from 193 nations voted to implement them all over the world before 2030. This explains why the leftists are taking over America's school system to indoctrinate children with the U.N. agenda. On March 10 of 2016, it was reported that the U.N. released a master plan called Post-2015 Sustainable Development Goals. And Every government, including the U.S., is now required to promote the U.N. goals. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit more, and this is from my book, America in the New World Order. And I talked about some of the things the Pope said, some of the things that Damon Duck reported on. I talked about this book back in 2016, and in one chapter in particular... It's chapter three, the subordination of the nations, where I talk about the Pope, some of the comments. I talk about what was then known as the Trans-Pacific Partnership. By the way, in a sense, it's dead, but it's not really dead. It's coming back to life, and it might come back by a different name. Uh, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the Pope, and Agenda 2030. And the Trans-Pacific Partnership had uh, a, a position called the, the commissioner, it also has the commission. Now listen to this. With everything that we are reading about, everything we are hearing, you got to pay attention to what's coming because this has been in the works a long time. The TPP Commission has the authority, and this is a quote, to protect, among other things, fish, seals, trees, and wetlands. That means it controls the water and it controls the land. It has the authority to stop all kinds of land and water pollution. It sounds great until you realize that pollution is awfully simply a matter of opinion. The commission has the right to tell people where they can and cannot live and where they can and cannot work. So we are hearing these things already. Listen, as we hear about climate lockdowns and laws and everything, and we're going uh, to convert to all green energy, why is it that China doesn't have to comply to these things? China's doing whatever they want to do, and other nations too. If you look at this, it continues... Obviously, these nations could have made a trade agreement because that's what the TPP was supposed to be, a trans-Pacific partnership. It's not really about trade. They could have made a trade agreement without creating a supranational government. What's really going on, this is about ceding national sovereignty 
to international agencies. It's taking a giant step toward a one world government. That was back in 2016 when I wrote that. And then I said this, the UN describes the 2030 agenda in utopian terms. We are determined to take the bold and transformative steps which are urgently needed to shift the world onto sustain a sustainable and resilient path. That's what we're hearing about, folks, as we embark on this collective journey. Everybody involved, we pledge that no one will be left behind. A really meaning, it doesn't mean so much no one will be left behind. What it really means is nobody will be able to opt out. That's what they've been saying from the beginning. You can't opt out of this. We're going to have these mandates. We're going to force it on everybody. Whatever it is, it is conditioning and preparing the world for this utopian world that's coming, the one where Antichrist is going to sit at the top of. I'm telling you it's coming. And then I said this again, 2016. Implementing the 2030 agenda will cost around $5 trillion per year or $75 trillion to complete uh, in, in the time that they want to. Now, I said that back then. Now they're saying the number is more like $150 trillion. Uh, what is going on? This is the last quote from that book. Massive change is coming and coming fast, and it all fits perfectly with Bible prophecy. Indeed, it does, folks. It is remarkable to watch this. But why? The Bible tells us why. Listen to this. Let's put it all together. It's only take a minute. Revelation chapter 17, in verse 12, the Bible says this. As John has these visions, these, having these interpretations from the angels that come to him, the angel tells him this. The ten horns, John, that you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. So the Bible here, Revelation 17, lets us know there's going to be ten kings. Daniel tells us these ten kings are going to have a kingdom that's going to be partly strong and partly weak. We see that forming today. There's going to be these ten kings. They're going to serve with the beast or with the Antichrist. And then the next verse says this, These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. They all have one mind. You think about what Damon Duck wrote. I think about what I said way back then at the same time. They all have one mind. You wonder why things are all going the same direction, why these globalists all have the same mindset. The Bible says they're all going to have one mind. And then they're going to give their power and authority to the beast as they create their global government. But then the Bible explains more. One more verse, Revelation 17, verse 17, says this, For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind, and to give their kingdom to the beast. God has determined. Listen, God is sovereign. This is the way he says it's going to go. He's put it into their minds. He's no longer restraining them from doing their own world attempt at their utopian kingdom like the Tower of Babel from the past. We're watching this global kingdom now. God has put it in their mind to be of one mind, into their heart to be of one mind. They're all thinking the same way. Why? To give their kingdom to the beast, the Antichrist. Listen, the Antichrist is a judgment on this world. People don't realize that. They're going to love him. Those who don't know Jesus are going to love him. But he's going to be a judgment to the world. And then God concludes with this, until the words of God are fulfilled. Listen, 
All of God's word is going to be fulfilled. In fact, when you look at Daniel chapter 9, you find out 70 weeks are given uh, for the fulfillment of what? To, to finish the transgression, to anoint the most holy, to fulfill all Bible prophecy. All of God's word will be fulfilled. So when we look at everything that's going on right now, don't be too discouraged. These things are coming. They're telling us what they're going to do. They've been saying it for several years now. We're watching. They have an agenda. Their agenda is complete all of this transformation by 2030. But we know ultimately this is all part of God's plan. And the real new world order that's coming is the one when Jesus comes back and he comes back and he crushes this world order that these globalists are building and he throws the antichrist and false prophet into the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. And Jesus establishes a world order that will never end as he rules and reigns as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Listen, may the Lord richly bless you. Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of your faith. Until next time, God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.